We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life. And that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future, but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that will move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into reinventing thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode of Reinventing Thyself. And this episode is titled Biggest Test in Surrender. And that is going to be what I'm diving into in this episode. Now, just know that I am recording this episode in like three to four different segments, and then I'm putting it all together into one episode so that you don't have to go through and search for the different parts. And I thought it just would be easier for you and just something a little bit different. So this first part I'm recording on June 23rd, 2021. Now I'm going to get into this biggest test and surrender in just a second. But if you are new to this podcast or new to this YouTube channel, I want to take a moment and welcome you. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I love to support women in really embracing the newness of change so that they can reinvent themselves in a way that is aligned with their heart and soul. Because when we have that alignment in place, change makes it, the change isn't challenging as what we perceive it to be. When we are in alignment, we are in flow and ideas and decisions and actions just come to us in a much more graceful, flowing, easy way. So I invite you that if you are in a place where you're looking to make a change in any area of your life, or you're getting a calling or a whisper or a knock on your shoulder saying, you know what, it's time, it's time to pivot, it's time to lean into that pivot because it wouldn't be showing up if you weren't ready. Intellectually, you may think, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not ready, but that's your ego talking. So really drop down into your heart and really follow that calling versus your ego calling. So again, welcome. My name is Michelle Shutter. So this episode is entitled The Biggest Test in Surrender. And as a mom, um, as a wife, uh, it, it has been, this is definitely my biggest test in surrender. So let me give you a little bit of background. 
Um, my husband and I have four children. Um, they are 22, 19, 16, and 14. And my 19-year-old just finished up his freshman year in college, and he and two of his buddies wanted to do a boundary water, um, I don't know if you want to call it a vacation, adventure, whatever, but the boundary waters are up in upper Minnesota, like almost to the uh, Canada border type of thing. And it is something that it's nature packed, like no, no service, no electricity, you know, none of that. It is nature at its finest and really um, embracing the nature and really just going off the grid in a sense. And so I, my, my son had, you know, had made the plans and everything. And I can tell you that from a point of being a mom, that this has been my biggest test in surrender. And with surrender comes a new level of trust. And this whole situation is certainly a piece of growth that I'm ready to go through, but yet it is so, so challenging. So my son left on Monday, which would have been two days ago, and he drove to Minnesota to meet up with one of his college buddies there. Um, he has a house there that he's renting next year with a bunch of buddies. And then the two of them drove to the cities yesterday to pick up their the third guy, their um, their other buddy. And then from there, they drove up to the Boundary Waters. Now, I got a text um, late yesterday afternoon saying, you know, my service is going to be gone shortly. I'll, t I'll you know, um, touch base with you on Monday because he's coming back. I'll see you Monday. And um, I love you. And, and then that was it. And it is such um, an unsettling feeling in, in terms of not being able, knowing that I won't be able to contact him in any way until he comes out of the Boundary Waters on Sunday. And so my last text back to him, too, was, please text me on Sunday when you are out so that I know that you're out and, and you're headed back to your house. And um, of course, there was a love you too there. And um, it, it is really a challenge to get out of your head because when you are in your head, like all possibilities exist as to, you know, what could happen. And unfortunately, those possibilities almost um, are stronger than the other possibilities of, oh, they're just going to have a good time. It'll be fun. They're going to fish. They're going to love the great outdoors. Like they're all, they're all fishermen. They all love the great outdoors. They all love to hunt, right? So this is all right up their alley. It's that piece where you, as a parent, like you just don't know what's going to happen. And knowing that 19 year old brains are not always, um, the most logical in a sense, it just gives you that uneasy feeling. And so this whole test is a test of like releasing control and really diving into this place of trust and really diving into surrender in a whole new way, in a whole new level. 
Now I can tell you like even last week and, and nights are, um, can be challenging. And, and first of all, like my sleep pattern has been off. I haven't been able to get that regulated yet. So I'm awake, unfortunately at night, a little bit more than what I care to be. And so at night it's that, that quietness, right. And, and where your mind will just race. And so it is that whole place of bringing myself back to the present moment and really diving into, I let go and I trust. I let go and I trust. I let go and I trust. And not just trusting in these guys, these three guys who will make the best decisions that they possibly can, but it's also trusting in God, trusting in that you know, whatever you believe in, that higher power, that, that divine, that just knowing that this isn't my work, that my, my work is to surrender. My work is to trust. My work is to release control and just know that to stay present in the moment will be the piece that will serve me the best. And so that's kind of where I'm going to just leave it today. Um, does, it, does that like unsettling feeling want to just creep up and, and almost like explode around me? Yes. Yes, it does. Because, and, and it's that piece of just not being able to communicate, right? Like we have our cell phones, right? Like those, these mini computers that are supposed to keep us in contact 24 seven. And yet now that piece is gone for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, five, you know, potentially five days. And again, it is, um, it, it is a space that is not comfortable, is not comfortable at all, because as a parent, I don't know about you, but like you, I want to be able to know that they'll be safe, that they'll make, again, the best decisions they can. And, and I know they will, like given the situation, who intentionally wants to make a, a crappy decision that could jeopardize you in some way, right? But again, this is the test that I'm meant to go through at this moment. And this test is probably the biggest test in surrender. So as I start to peel off some of the layers that hold me back, it will actually impact everybody that I come into contact with. My son that's in the boundary waters, my other kids and my husband that are here. But if you are a control person, which I have been for the majority of my life, this is certainly a work in progress. It is never easy to release control. And yet when we try to control so much, we end up out of control, which doesn't serve us at all, at all. So what, I guess one more thing that I want to share with you before I wrap up here. I think as a, a feminine energy, knowing that um, for a long time, I, I lived more in the masculine energy than the feminine energy, even though my core essence, I believe, is feminine. 
I didn't have a whole lot of balance between feminine energy and masculine energy. And so that also has been work in progress for me. But I know from a feminine energy that we want to feel safe. Safety is a big thing for that feminine energy. And so perhaps that is a piece too that I need to go back and look at historically, essentially in my life where, where didn't I feel safe? Why didn't I feel safe? Where, where is it coming from? And we do that work so that it can be healed and released out of our body and that that energy can be transformed into something that will serve us at a higher level. So this, again, this test and surrender and, and really leaning into a deep level of trust is really perfect timing for me in a sense because it is allowing me the space, the opportunity to really do a deep dive into what needs to be released from myself. So that's where I'm going to end right now. And then um, in a day or so, I'll come back and record the next part of this. And as I mentioned before, we'll just kind of, we'll put them all together to make one podcast and one video at the end. So until next time. Hey, welcome back to the second part of Biggest Test in Surrender. My name is Michelle Shutter, and you are listening to Reinventing Thyself podcast, or perhaps you are watching the video on the YouTube channel. So today I want to continue where I kind of left off yesterday, but yet something new kind of transpired and some of the the things that have come up for me, like within the last 24 hours after doing that episode. And yesterday in part one, I talked about, you know, that feminine energy and really the feminine energy just really wants to feel safe. And I, I want to share with you what an experience that kind of happened today that kind of triggered some different thoughts for me that are, is going to allow me to do some extra work and really peel back some other layers as well. So we have an exposed basement with a patio door and a little deck with an overhang. And we have robins every year that like to come in that overhang and build their nest. And there was a nest. I, I think there's just two or, or three birds in it. But today I was out there with a five-gallon pail and I had splashed water because they had pooped all over the deck. And I must have spooked one of the, the babies in the nest. Now, they're pretty close to like leaving the nest. They, they're not brand new by any means. But it had flown down and it was trying to like fly through the lattice that we have on the deck. And my dog was there and the dog was like trying to get it. And I'm like, ah, right. So I quick got our dog out of the way. And when I came back, the bird was still there. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a few more minutes to see if it maybe just will go on its way type of thing. And so I went through the house thinking I'm going to grab a broom and just kind of gently help it out of there because it was almost like it was trapped in this corner, not knowing where to go. But when I came out, the bird had made its way back up by the nest. And it was so interesting because you could hear the mama bird out in our yard, like tweeting at it saying, you know, come on, let's go type of thing. And this cute little bird is up there with its little talons like, I don't want to go, right? I don't want to jump. And the, the mama bird's tweeting at it. 
and you can just see it kind of like spinning around on on the this little overhang that we have just not sure not confident right like just probably full of angst because doing something new and essentially leaving the comfort of the nest and you know finally just you you just kind of give your, the bird a little bit of encouragement on your own, just saying, you know, you're safe, your wings will catch you, you're good, you can go. And within a few minutes, it, it did. It flew off and it flew up into some arborvitae trees that we have lining our backyard. And the dad must have been up there and then the mom right away flew in and you could just hear them tweeting about it. But, it, you know, it got me thinking. It's like, gosh, that is just one thing that, my husband and I have always wanted to raise our kids with, you know, roots that they always know who they are, who they are, the morals and values that they have, and always have a place to call home, but yet they use their wings to expand their horizons and take on new adventures and, and really take that risk, take that leap of faith at times and know that it will work out in your favor. Like you don't have to always figure out every single thing along the way. And, you know, if you jump, expand your wings and, and allow those to take you to that next place. Now, it's not always going to be easy. However, you don't know unless you take that risk. And so that got me thinking about this whole test and surrender again, right? Like, it is that piece where you almost dive back into control, that, that you want to see your children succeed in, in ways that you never did, but yet you pull back when they take that leap of faith at times because of fears that you have. And that is one thing that I've tried really hard when raising, especially for boys, that I don't want my fears to be their fears. And everybody has fears, right? I mean, fears are inevitable. They're going to be there. But it's your ability to respond to them and how you respond to them that makes all the difference. And so I was thinking about this again that, you know, after yesterday, one of those things is safety that continues to come up for me. So when my son, you know, left for the Boundary Waters, not having an opportunity to be connected or, or check in, it is that feeling of being unsafe that is one of my fears that that comes up. And along with that is that whole like um, the safety of like being lost or being hurt or being alone. And, and so all of these are just things for me to dive deeper into again. And Ironically, the same things came up for me when they started hunting, and, and not ironically, because it's the same, it's essentially the same situation, um, except that when they're hunting, they have more people around that they're connected to, and, and there's a, a way that you definitely can get a hold of them if you need to. Whereas in this situation, when my son is in the boundary waters, there is no way, like I, like I know nothing, and, and that it that's unsettling. I know nothing. So I just paused there for a second because my son came in to ask me a question and now I kind of lost my train of thought of where I ended, but I'm just going to continue. So it is that whole piece of safety that is unsettling for me. So again, it is like pulling back those layers and, and diving deep into 
why why is it so unsettling where where again did i do i not feel safe or did i not feel safe and that energy is still lingering for me and a lot of times like i carry a lot of energy in my jaw so like I'm a, a big clencher. Um, my teeth sometimes ache because I just I carry so much energy right here in my jaw and in my face. And part of this too is even though like that's my fear, some of this I feel like it wouldn't come up if we didn't love our children so deeply, right? And so we want them uh, in that feminine energy, we want them to be safe. And yet at the same time, I have to remember that the masculine energy is all about living on the edge and taking risks. And that is something that my son is doing right now, right? Like he is living on the edge in a sense in that he is living without the basic necessities that we have every day. And I wouldn't even call them necessities in a, in a sense. I mean, because he has water, he had, they have a tent to sleep in, you know, they're, they're catching their food, like he has those things, but it is effort to get them, whereas when you're at home or in, in a different location, they're more easily available. So um, that that's kind of where I want to just wrap up today is that reminder that, you know, we raise our kids so that they fly and, and they do take those risks. And and that they learn in those moments. And yet at the same time, all those experiences that happen to our children are reflecting back to us work that we need to do on our own. Like that's our inner work. So that's where I'm going to pause for today. And in a Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. I'm not sure. I will add to this podcast, to this video as well. Okay, let's wrap up this episode of the biggest test in surrender. I can tell you that this past week has been absolutely the biggest test in surrender. And I'm glad it's over. <laughs> to be quite frank, I am glad that it is over because... Some of this work that I went through, especially these past couple of days, I, it gets pretty intense. And one thing that I want you to realize is surrender is not about giving up. Surrender is not about waving that white flag. Um, surrender is not like curling up in a ball and wishing everything would go away. Surrender is, and perhaps this is something for you to transform your perception of surrender, is surrender is letting go. And for people that have been in that state of perfectionism or control or having to be right, like surrender can be really challenging because it is letting go. And as I alluded to yet the other day, it's, you know, for, for me in that feminine energy, like I want to be safe and I want everybody that is connected to me to be safe. But that isn't their primary energy. So I, I get this mismatch in terms of when I'm going through this process of I need to let them be them and I need to focus on myself and my energy. Now, let me tell you that the ego can really slap you up 
take you out and punch you and make almost this big old brawl that you're in with your ego when you're going through some of this work. And the one thing that really stood out for me, especially in these past couple days, is how heavy sometimes this can feel. And sometimes we we feel like it's it's almost a, a depression or like the, the anxiety is so high. And yet perhaps at times it is just of that we are up leveling ourselves, but to get to that higher level, we have to go through some of this heaviness. And some of this heaviness is just being with ourselves. So many times we're we're afraid to be with ourselves, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, the guilt, the shame, the worry, and like all of it. Like we're afraid to be with it because we feel like we can't control it. Well, isn't that the whole beauty in surrender of is it is letting go? Because sometimes when we can try to control so much, we are out of control. And then we're trying to control the control and trying to control the control, 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 right? Like it just doesn't serve us. And when we can sit with ourselves, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, it has to come from a place without judgment. We have to be willing to be in this space with ourselves and not judge ourselves for anything that's happened in the past, anything that's going on presently. And we don't go into the future because it's not here for us to be in, right? Like it's being in this present moment. So one of the things that I went through in in terms of this heaviness, this, especially these last couple of days is really keen into my thoughts. And honestly, it is amazing. Like if you can step outside yourself in a sense and watch yourself or give yourself a bird's eye view and watch how quickly, like in an instant, how quickly your thoughts can transpire and spiral and almost like you are going down this rabbit hole into this abyss and there's no point of return, right? Like you have to have some awareness in terms of like, stop, stop these thoughts. And I found myself, found myself doing that a few times in the course of these last couple of days of like, just stop, just stop. And it's amazing just how quickly our thoughts, our emotions cannot be out of control. And when it's out of control, then it's that ego that, that steps in and I told you, see, this is how it should be. And, this, and it's, just, it's like noise and it just fills your, our head. Now, the other thing of going through some of this work is that our bodies need some kind of release from this work and and a release in terms of letting that emotion, that energy out of our body. So for some people, it's, you know, the good old fashioned cry. It's the breakdown. It is perhaps punching or hitting something, a pillow, a bed or something that, you know, we're not going to get hurt or others aren't going to get hurt. Or maybe it's just screaming and, and just feeling that and letting it just, you know, start in our gut and our, and just, pull it up through our body and and out through our voice. And so many times we neglect to allow that to happen because we judge ourselves. We judge ourselves if we're crying or breaking down. We judge ourselves if we're, you know, screaming. We judge ourselves if we um, can't control our emotion in some way. But that emotion has to 
to be released. It has to come out. That energy has to be transformed. And when we don't allow ourselves for it to come out, we are packing it down and it is thick and it gets layered upon layered upon layered. And so then what happens, right? So now we have stuffed all this down and it's just more that we have to address. It's just more layers that we have to break through. And so this process isn't easy. This process is exhausting. Like this process, again, there are times you just want to be by yourself. You don't want to be around other people. You want to have the, the opportunity to work through this. And what I would encourage you to do as well is if you're in this place of letting go and you know wanting to surrender and really release some of the angst that is in you in a sense is to watch for signs and signs are going to come from the good the bad again it's like a place without judgment but what's important is for you to lean into the signs that feel the best for you now i get signs a lot from numbers i get signs a lot from a bird um, we call it the happy bird um, I also get signs where sometimes things just ironically show up on my feed or show up on my inbox. And, and it's just a message that I was meant to hear. So I'm going to share three different signs that I have gotten over the course of the a couple of days. So a couple of days ago, I got this one. Um, actually, two days ago. Um, it wasn't time that healed you. It was your courage to feel everything you used to run away from. Being with yourself and meeting your tension is hard, but it's the only way to release everything that's been bottled up inside of you. Your pain was simply asking for your attention. So in this experience of, you know, my son going away, little did I know that it was going to be such an um, opportunity for me, for my growth. And... So that was one of the signs. And again, like how many times have we run away from the work? How many times have we run away from our emotion rather than allowing ourselves some space to sit in that and work through some of that? Now, that's not always easy. And, you know, again, like it is your path. It is your journey. And, but it isn't meant to do alone. And sometimes when we're sitting in it, we don't have the awareness to really see what is, what is brewing underneath. And so if you can get support in that in some way, you will amplify your results and accelerate your results. Now, another sign that I had was I um, have a book by Marianne Williamson. It's a year of miracles and it's just daily devotions and reflections. So this is actually my new year's resolution to go through this book. And, um, yesterday was day 178. And again, it was like a perfect message, again, a sign. So I trust that God has a perfect plan. And just one sentence here just really stood out for me is that, um, well, two sentences, I trust there is a perfect plan for unfolding of my highest good, which my rational mind cannot perceive or formulate. And then the last sentence is, I know I am not alone in a random universe, universe, but rather I'm held safely in the arms of God. 
so again it's this place where i just have such a deep need to to feel safe right and that and that's just the feminine energy and that whole piece of trust is something that i have worked on and will continue to work on and then today was one final message that i got and again it was um like divine timing, right? It's just, it's so interesting sometimes when you look at these. But today the message was, the angels are saying to you today, truth be told, you have battled many demons and come out winning. Appreciate the strength within you. It's so easy to forget that. So this is your reminder. You are an incredible, strong soul. Nothing can defeat you. And that is something that really spoke to me in a sense, because so many times we look at our vulnerability as a weakness, but yet being vulnerable and being able to work through some of the, the work that you're doing is actually a strength. And we can't be afraid to do the work. We can't keep all our our um, emotions and our hurts and everything bottled up in a box and stuffed at the back of the closet because eventually we're going to open the closet and we're going to be in a place of overwhelm. Now, I'm not saying that it's a, um, a place where you have to relive things in your past but it's about transforming that energy that we're still holding on to that has compounded in us that essentially we can release. And I guess if I had to pick a couple things that really stood out for me in this process over this last week is this. One, even though I have um, become more aware over time, I am so grateful for my awareness because without it, like I would have gone down that rabbit hole instantly into the abyss and I probably would have been um, not in good terms to do anything for the whole entire week. And so I'm so grateful for the awareness that I have when it comes to my thoughts and emotions. Now, I'm not perfect at that by any means, and I know I still have work to do. I know that there is other programming running in the background that is trying to control my thoughts, my, my beliefs. Um, you know, that's where our limiting beliefs come in many times is that it's just, it's almost like a white noise in the background that we don't even notice, which holds us back. The second thing is that, again, we can't be afraid to dive into something because it looks dark from the outside or that it um, feels uncomfortable because that's just like our ego wanting to control us in some way. And we won't up-level ourselves if we don't allow ourselves the process of going through this and it's an ebb and flow like it is always an ebb and flow because without the darkness we can't see the light without the light 
we can't see the darkness of what we need to move through. And then the third thing is, you know, opportunities for growth are all around us. And who would have thought that my son going on a trip where I couldn't connect with him would be an opportunity for me to grow so much over the course of a week or so. So that's pretty amazing that we have opportunities all around us and it's really our choice if we are going to take advantage of that. So with that, I would love to hear, you know, what was your biggest test in surrender? And you can drop it in the comments. You can um, go ahead and send me an email or message me on Messenger. All my contact information is in the description. And just remember, as I mentioned before, you know, the journey is yours, but it wasn't meant to walk alone. So if you're looking for some support in, you know, transforming some of this energy to really looking at, gosh, what is getting in my way? Is it control? Is it that need to have to be right? Um, is it perfectionism? Is it just this piece of, gosh, I never looked at surrender as letting go. I looked at surrender as giving up. Um, perhaps it's the limiting beliefs that, you know, are getting in your way. Make sure you reach out to me because I would love to set up a call with you to support you with that. Because all of this that I just shared in these three parts is all about reinventing thyself. Like we reinvent ourselves all the time. And again, who knows what opportunity is going to come into your day to allow you to reinvent yourself in some way. So, and don't forget, if you haven't already downloaded, I do have three shortcuts for you that um, you can access by going to www.reinventingthyself.com because there um, it's a PDF that you can have which has three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. And within that PDF, there is a link for you to book a 20-minute reinventing call. So what are you taking away? What landed with you in this episode? Would love for you to reach out and let me know. So until next time, embrace the newness of creating something new of creating that change and really lean into the pivot of up-leveling yourself in some way because the pivot is here because you're ready. Even though you may not feel ready, even though that ego mind says, oh, I can't do it, I'm not ready, it's showing up because you are ready and you don't have to do it alone. So until next time, never stop being amazing. Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? Because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. One last thing. I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time. <laughs>